ask for it, but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of your hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow host, Jacob Pretty. Happy to be here. Andrew Hofkamp. I'm very uncomfortable with the order you're doing this in, but how's it going, guys? And Kevin Reynolds. Silencio Bruno. Oh, I watched that movie the other night. I honestly, it was enjoyable, but it did not choke me up like most uh, Pixar movies do. I thought it was it, good. I thought it was. It was I thought it was bad. To, to be said. Oh, what is okay. this? Uh, uh, Luca? Luca. Oh, I haven't seen Luca yet. What? Yeah, honestly, no spoilers. Okay, so Cat. Okay, well, this is not a spoiler, but but Cat and I both noticed. You know, it's set in Italy, and yet there were no like. No, well, there was there was some Italian dialects going on, but I don't know. We just kind of thought we were like, I thought this was supposed to be like an Italian Pixar movie, and it's uh, all good. In the most recent episode of Loki, they are on a different planet, and everyone speaks very good English. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you know. I think liberties are taken. Uh, time out. George Lucas established a long time ago that in space, all the bad guys speak with British dialects. It's well, I like, the reason I love Doctor Who so much is it's because uh, his traveling space uh, and time machine called the TARDIS translates in their own head uh, everyone's dialect. So everyone speaks English, but they're really speaking their language. Uh, it, it's actually a really uh, cool concept. But tonight, uh, <laughs> it's I just am Pentecost. drinking. Doctor Who is just a massive Pentecost. <laughs> I love Doctor. Who. Uh, basically, Loki is gonna gonna be a Doctor Who type show, and I'm I'm very it's excited what it is. for it. Yeah, 100%. Um, so tonight I'm drinking Peerless Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, I've had the Peerless Rye, and it's phenomenal. But I've never had their bourbon. Um, this is a going away gift from some of my coworkers. Um, today, today was my last day, so um, it's a hundred nine proof. Um, it is a little hot, but it is uh, very very smooth. I would I would definitely. Uh, uh, buy this again, Kevin. What are you drinking? I'm having a uh, a new one for me. It's from it's called Wilderness Trail, and I've had the regular Wilderness Trail before. It's quite good, but this is a single barrel that was a barrel pick. Um, it's actually barrel number um, or bottle number one fifty three of this barrel, and um, it's one hundred fourteen proof. It's very good. It's really smooth. Um, it's got a lot of flavor to it. Um, we didn't cover this at the beginning, but we're trying something new today. Uh, Huffcamp and I are in the same location. We are both in his basement, so I'll be having this, and halfway through the podcast, he'll be having this. We're gonna we're gonna do a little switcheroo. We could do that too, I guess. Yeah, it should also uh, be noted Flynn that Flynn and I are pretty. also <laughs> in the same location. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but me it's and Pretty are sitting across the table no, from each other. But uh, I don't think you so. understand. Kevin and I are both in my basement. Yeah, we're, we're both in the same basement. You guys are both yeah, at the yeah. same table. Yeah. Not well, the same I poured Jacob's bourbon for him, and he is not used to pours that I make. So uh, it, it might be a little bit of a, a little drunker of a night for Jacob. So, Hovecamp, what are you drinking first? Uh, so I got tired of you guys talking about going to Neely Family Distillery, and my trip to Buffalo Trace, and I went to this bourbon distillery, <laughs> and I have cool new bourbons. Um, so I have, I get to flex my schedule in the summer. So I have uh, Friday afternoons off and I said, I'm going to go to a distillery and I went to the Kentucky artisan distillery. It's in Oldham County, um, Crestwood, Kentucky. And that is the home of Jefferson's. Um, and it is not Jefferson's distillery because Jefferson's is a, a master class in blending. So they just uh, have a bunch of bourbons that they blend together and they don't have like an official distillery. And the Kentucky artisan distillery is a contract distiller. 
so they make and bottle and do all of the work for Jefferson's and the blending and stuff. But they have um, some delicious bourbons that you can't find anywhere else, and I'll have another one probably next week. This one is a Jefferson's Chef's Collaboration. It is a marriage of bourbon and rye. Um, so it's a ridiculously small batch. Um, blend of harmonious flavors, smoke and spice. It's a singular custom blend and a result of a collaboration and friendship between uh, Trey Zoller and Chef Edward Lee. Um, so I typically don't like rye bourbons, but blending them, or rye whiskeys, but blending them with bourbon is often uh, absolutely delicious. The rye in this one is very prominent, um, but it is much, kind of takes some of the bite out of it just enough for me uh, to find it quite delightful. Um, so pretty, what do you got? Uh, I'm also sipping on a Jefferson's um, today. I kind of pivoted to it last second. I was going to do, I was going to, um, uh, our friend uh, of the pods, Joe, um, sent some more bourbons uh, my way. So I was going to do one of those. Uh, but then I pivoted at the last second because I was at Kroger today and they had it on sale for like $24 or something, which is at least $10 less than it normally cost um, anywhere else I've gone. So went ahead and picked it up. Uh, plus, uh, I need to add it to my cool bottles collection. Um, you know, it is a unique type of, of bottle. So yeah, I'm sipping on Jefferson's. It's actually, I think it's the first time I've had Jefferson's um, since like actually enjoying tasting bourbons and not just like, oh, I'm going to, you know, just drink this. Like since I've acquired my, my new taste or whatever, you know, post COVID getting my taste back. I don't know. <laughs> post COVID. Yeah. Um, so, it should also be uh, noted so- real quick before we jump in. Uh, one of the things that Kevin has done uh, since being at my house is watch the Godfather with me. So we can successfully, I know um, a lot of Listeners were worried. I have now seen the first Godfather, and we can, uh, you know, much like Pretty gets over his confessions, I'm getting over mine. He is now allowed to become it? the Godfather of my childhood. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a really good movie. Did, he, did you enjoy it? It's, it's a really good movie. It, I mean, it's three hours, and my attention span is not what it used to be, uh, thanks to smartphones, I think. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. Cool. Congratulations on becoming a Godfather it's, it's been a by big watching day. the it's Godfather. Been a big day. Almost. So uh, be sure to uh, like, rate, subscribe, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, I listen to podcasts on Apple, and their new format is awful. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a new format to cool to listen to bourbon. I can't wait or, until Apple pulls our podcast off. Because it's you, you, you just took so long it to get it there. It is a terrible app. It, it did. A, it it is took a, so long to it's get fine. It there. It's fine. I use it's Spotify, and Spotify app. is amazing, and I love it, and I'll never, ever change. Yeah, Spotify is better. <laughs> uh, my wife and I share a Spotify, so I'll probably switch to, like, Google, I think, is what I'm going to go to. Maybe Apple. Oh, um, i, I got to make sure we're on Google Podcast. I we think are. We are. Okay, we are. Okay, cool. So we're on Google, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, and we're on uh, Amazon. And Those Podbean. are the four that we're on right now. So I think and we're also Podbean. on, I think you can also find us on, yeah, Podbean and uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, we have not gotten on iHeartRadio yet. Just they, kidding. Yes, we have. They do not heart us. Yes, yes, we do, have. Are we? Because I ah, asked. Well, I asked. You pretty, can also find us. I need to update the website. There was okay. So uh, yeah, iHeartRadio is like now number one for podcasting, and I literally messaged Pretty, and I was like, "Should we be on this?" And then searched it, and we were on it. So. <laughs> Okay, okay. It looks like it. We weren't on Podbean, so Flynn, Flynn, that might be the first on... time you've actually said that we have a website. Yeah, we have a website, <laughs> bourbonbrotherspod.com. Um, go to it. I, I put in some work uh, to 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 purchase uh, a uh, uh, what's it? A URL? What's it? Domain. Uh, domain. domain name. Yep. A domain. 
Yep. So if, if you like the nonsense that you're hearing, leave us a review. Uh, you know, subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, support support the guys. Follow us on Aired BNB on Instagram and Twitter as well. So tonight we're going to have three segments for you, like usual. Um, this first segment, it's going to be called This Podcast is Rank. We're going to be ranking uh, a list of something. Pretty's going to introduce that. And then we have a twist yet again on our fictional battle royale that we'll explain. And then we have hot toddy takes to, uh, to end the night. So um, let's get into our first segment. This Podcast is Rank. This Podcast is Rank. All right, so we've got uh, this podcast is ranked for you tonight, uh, and um, tonight we're bringing you uh, a r- definitive ranking of uh, the comedy genius known as Adam Sandler. Uh, since 1989, Adam Sandler has produced, written, or starred in exactly 69 films. Nice. Nice. Tonight, it will be our goal to help identify which are the best or maybe most infamous as we, yet again, set out to establish our Consensus Bourbon and Brothers podcast ranking of the top eight Adam Sandler movies of all time. Uh, Just as a reminder for this, each host is issued a challenge card and a veto card. Uh, When a challenge is played, the challenger must put up an alternate film and makes a 30-second argument. Uh, The other two hosts decide between the two. When a veto is played, the... Uh, film that uh, is immediately revoked from that spot and cannot be put into that spot, and we move on to the next host. Um, we, if you remember from our ranking of Disney princesses, uh, we broke this rule uh, with the selection of Cinderella at ten. Uh, a mistake that we won't do. However, it was definitely justified because, as uh, Kevin said, we would would be the laughing stock of the Disney princess community, I, I and I believe think, we are because I, I think, think that's helped. our most. That's our most listened to episode, okay. and we've gotten so much reaction. I think off we're going to do a re-ranking of that soon. So yeah, or, stay or tuned. Round I do, two. I do it. have a question because you mentioned um, among his sixty-nine films, films that he has produced. Do we get to count those? Nice. Did I'm sorry. We get to count produced movies as on this list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The the way yes, we're counting any. It, it, the way that I was interpreting this was we're counting anything that Sandler has starred in or that is a Happy Madison production. Ooh. Okay. Which is fine. It is totally fine. Since it doesn't that change his, it, but it I really shouldn't is, change anything. No, it, it, yeah, I was going to say the Happy Madison films that he's not in are objectively not the best Terrible. Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> so there's that. Um, there's also a couple ha- uh, Happy Madison films that I shocks me every time I'm like, that's. How many are we ranking? Eight. Eight? Eight. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Flynn. Uh, Am I up first again? You are up first uh-huh. because it's assumed that you've only seen about three of these. Um, so I've seen quite a few Adam Sandler movies. Okay. Uh, well, we'll see how this goes. Number one, Happy Gilmore. I think it's a classic. Um, I don't think anyone can have an issue with Happy Gilmore being number one. Yeah. So, unlike what we did with Disney Princesses, Second. giving Flynn the obvious number one on this one is a good idea. We're not. We, oh, we eliminate him for three picks, and he didn't mess up the whole list. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll mess it up next time. <laughs> Pretty. What's the uh, order? Oh, I didn't go over. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So it's Flynn, Kevin, Hovecamp, and then me. Gotcha. So Kevin, you'll be up next. But yes, obviously, Happy Gilmore's number one. Kevin, what is the definitive number two? The definitive number two for me is Big Daddy. Big Daddy is number two for sure. I I agree. I see no issue with that. Yep, yep. 
very heartfelt, uh, very much in the same realm as Happy Gilmore. I watched it recently. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's good. It's good. It's a good movie. Wait a minute. Hold on. So are we two for two of mm-hmm. films that Flynn has seen? Yeah. Which means that there is if only one other. Four, there is only it's a one. social. Everyone takes a shot of Malort <laughs> except oh, for me. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, I got to do that. I'm not taking. A we'll do that uh, before the, the next, next segment. segment. Yep. yep. Um, All right. Uh, Hope camp. I don't think it's going to be a consensus uh, four for four for you, though, Flynn. I also expect to catch a lot of flack for this one. There is one Happy Madison production that does not star Adam Sandler that is every bit as good as, and better than most other Adam Sandler movies, and that is Grandma's Boy. And I'm putting it up at number three. It is I that challenge. good. It is that good. I'm challenging right away. Um, yeah. And I'm challenging with. I want to win this. I don't know if Flynn has seen my real number three, so I'm going to go up to my number four. I'm challenging with The Wedding Singer. Um, the Wedding Singer is excellent. It's got a banging soundtrack. Um, it's definitely a beautiful story of Robbie Hart. Uh, it's got Drew Barrymore in their first ever movie together. Uh, it was turned into a Broadway musical because it's amazing. Um, and that other movie sucks. So uh, it should be The Wedding Singer at number three. Grandma's Boy is absolutely a what was your What was your other? Uh, no, wait a minute. Uh, you know, Hope Camp, Camp Retorts. I, I fully Camp expect Retorts. to lose this. Um, I wanted Grandma's Boy to be voiced as the classic that it is. Um, but really, you don't miss Adam Sandler at all. Um, and you have all of the, the same and quality humor of Big Daddy and Happy Gilmore. Uh, maybe not quite to that level, but very, very close. Um, you've got the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. You've got the uh, the woman from Freaks and Geeks. You've got really a, a young and introduction to Nick Swartzen. There's some phenom- and everybody else that's in his supporting cast all the time. It's phenomenal. Um, the it's it's a great stoner movie. It's a great hilarious, just fun, awesome movie. Um, nerds, video games. It covers all the bases. It's it's a classic. It's okay. I laughed a couple times, uh, but absolutely, it's the wedding singer. I'm I'm with Kevin. Wedding singer. I'll I'll give it to the wedding singer. I have not seen either, so uh, I'll, no, I'll give it. To I the expected singer, to though. lose that one, but it needed to be. It needs to be up there. It was an appropriate shout out. I don't think it belongs on this list, but I do appreciate the shout out. Belongs very highly on uh, the list. So rounding out, rounding out number four here. Um, the other half of Happy Madison. Uh, number four has got to be Billy Madison. Yeah, absolutely. That was that when like that was my consent. That was my number three for real. I see. I didn't know if you'd seen that, it. I have seen that, and it's very good. Uh, I have not seen honestly, the wedding singer. Well, okay. So honestly, though, the wedding singer is as good as Billy Madison, if not a little. Uh, it, the wedding singer hits like the heartstrings, kind of how uh, in this classic way, more so than some of Sandler's more recent stuff does. So I think uh, I think it, I think it's right. Wedding singer than Billy Madison. I think um, okay. I think Billy Madison, I had it a little bit lower. If I had not watched that when I was younger, I would hate that movie, I think. And I don't feel that way about the other ones that are above it. I quote Billy Madison more than I quote any other Adam Sandler movie. It has the best quotes from it by far. For sure. For sure. All right. Uh, so we're back uh, going to number five, uh, Flynn. Number five. This uh, might be a real quick eight, yeah, y'all. Because yeah. I, I feel we might, like... We can go ten. <laughs> yeah, we might go ten. Um... You know, my, I, this is, this is in my top 
you know, I think this is above Billy Madison. Um, the Water Boy is nope, is no. my well my number five. I was actually going to be like, mm. if you don't say the Water Boy, I'm going to make sure it's the Water Boy then. Yeah, but that no. was it's, it's on my list at number <laughs> okay, five. Good. It's right there. Good, right there. Thank you. Thank Very you. good. Affirmation for movie choices. This is great. I, I'm not used to this. Also, shout out because in the Water Boy, I always thought this was so cool. Uh, they at one point play University of Louisville, and I always thought that was so cool <laughs> that they played Louisville. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty. That's <laughs> fine. It's amazing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what what's up next here? Kevin? So let me just say, well done us, because those are the top five Adam Sandler movies of all time. Yeah, and if that we had, was actually a really good. If we had stopped at five, I'm so proud of us. So I just want to say that out loud. Um, number six is going to be controversial. I expect it to get vetoed, but I believe that the sixth best Adam Sandler movie of all time is Fifty First Dates. Agreed. I'm going to challenge it with the longest yard. Oh, oh, that's a really hard one. Oh, okay, I want to hear this. I want to hear this argument. I think I think fifty first. I think fifty first dates is enjoyable, and cute, and decent, and it's got some good things. Um, little Samwise Gamgee is a lot of fun in that, but um, but the the Longest Yard is one of the best reboots ever um, because it it takes the original. Burt Reynolds is still in it. You get a lot of um, you know Chris Rock, Adam Sandler. It's phenomenal. Um, the soundtrack, you get some Nelly acting and singing. Um, Michael Irvin is in it. And there's doing a there's so many awesome things that about that movie. And I think it was um, the first movie since like Adam Sandler's heyday that I really, really enjoyed. So I'll rebut with, you don't need to convince me that The Longest Yard is in the top eight movies of all time. It's fantastic. Adam Sandler movies. I'm sorry. Talk, yeah, right, right. <laughs> it goes right. Godfather and then the <laughs> remake of The Longest Yard. Yeah. Thank you for the correction in case that gets sound, you know, sound bitten later. Um, I, uh, I love The Long- Longest Yard. For me, it's number eight out of eight. Um, but Fifty First Dates gets the win over The Longest Yard because of its originality. The Longest Yard's a reboot. They did it really well, but they it, it is a reboot, and so they had more source material to go off of. Um, whereas Fifty First Dates was an incredibly original story, it's really well done, and who doesn't laugh at you know Spam and Reese's because that's one of the funniest moments of that entire film. There's there's really a million <laughs> funny about that film, but that that was in the top. It's the perfect Adam Sandler movie because it's so ridiculous and heartstrings like it's it's almost as heartstrings as uh, the Wedding Singer, and it's almost as ridiculous as Happy Gilmore. Uh, and it's just really a great movie. So it deserves to be at number six. I I would actually say to that, Kevin, uh, that it heartstrings more than Wedding Singer and is actually more hilarious in terms of insanity with uh, not the whole thing, but there are moments like, oh, my gosh, every time Rob Schneider is doing his, his character up there, that's hilarious. Um, Can we I, also point I out that it's, Kevin it's is totally fine with Rob Schneider but doesn't want to have Josh Gad anymore? Yeah, I'll take that debate all day. Rob Schneider's a genius. I Josh Gad is like, trash. I, I actually like Rob Schneider. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like I like Longest Yard. I'm not sure it. I, I have seen both, and I'm not sure it's better than the first one. And so that matters to me. Uh, the We're not ranking the first one. First dates. We're ranking know, Adam like, Sandler. The originality. The originality matters, matters to, to me. Okay. Yeah. So I'll 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 accept. Fifty First Dates. I like that movie. If it's, it's, it's you know, like when Kevin said uh, he, he'd stop on, on a on a movie if he's just flipping through the channels. I'll stop on that movie and watch it. Same. So Same. I will stop on the Longest Yard. 
Same. Probably won't stop on 51st dates. I mean, same. Yeah, I mean, I would too, but it deserves to be on the list. Oh, no, yeah. Longest Yard 100% will be on the list. Uh, So, okay, so is it 51st dates? 51st dates. All right, so is it me now? Yep. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, that, no, 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 that was just Kevin. Hovecamp, you get to, because you challenged that. I did challenge that, so I guess I get to go again. Wait a second. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 right. Kevin. So, okay, let's let's just quick recap. Kevin's used a challenge. Hovecamp's used a challenge, and that's it. Yep, that's We've it. been in shocking agreements. Yep, yep, yep. So Hovecamp has two that he has put forth to us. That are not on the list yet. Uh, what, are we, what are we doing? Yet. Is this number six? This is number six. No. Yeah. 51st no, no, six. This is seven. <sighs> are we doing ten? We said eight. I don't think there's ten. But if, we're okay. not, if we're not doing ten, then I'm putting Grandma's Boy back out there. It absolutely deserves to be on this list. It is a Happy Madison movie. It is better than some of the movies we've already said. It needs to be on the list. I'll veto. I'll Fine. veto. I, I don't think it'd be. If you would have said Longest Yard, I would have let it stand. I know. I'm confident you guys are going to put Longest Yard on there. Grandma's Boy should be on this list. And if it's not, it's a travesty. Jacob's up. Okay. Time out, because now it's going to turn into Hove Camp's going to veto me no matter what I say. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I do he, think can't, I, he, he can't put Grandma's Boy at number seven. It can't happen. It's yep. been vetoed. Yep. Right, we're right. Well, okay. Uh, I am going to toss a movie out that I think Hove Camp and I have many times agreed. I could be wrong, but I thought that uh, we both enjoyed this one. I'm putting it number seven, Mr. Deeds. Uh, hilarious. You get John Turturro playing the sneaky butler who's hilarious and it's, just, uh, it's great. What, what memories are you having of us with this movie? It, <laughs> honestly, it might be with C's like I just, someone, there's someone in our group of friends who literally I just, I, I constantly can be like, oh, so sneaky, so sneaky. So I actually did C's have like, this. This Colin. is number seven on my list. We're just too short of the movies that are ahead of it. I'm going to veto. I hate Mr. D's. I think the movie sucks. Oh, man. Oh, you oh, suck, man. Kevin. And I, and Flynn's up next. I'm up next. And it can't be Mr. <laughs> so, D's and it can't be Grandma's Boy. <clears throat> it can't be, yeah. Just put the, just make it the longest uh, yard. You know you want to. I'm between uh, two. How can you hate Mr. Deeds? It's uh, not a good oh, movie. Uh, Little Nicky is like past number 15 on my list. And Little Nicky is better than Mr. Deeds. I don't know. It is not. I am between Longest Yard and Little Nicky. Um, <laughs> That's don't, terrible. Don't do the one that I you will be vetoing do. either of these. Okay, I'm going to. If you're vetoing either, I'm going to throw out Little Nicky. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I'll, I'll definitely veto Little Nicky. I'm just going to tell you. I'll veto Little Nicky. I'll let young, Longest okay, Yard. Okay, Longest stand. Yard. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll put you know, a Longest Yard in there. Perfect. Number That's seven. Fine. Perfect. That is given, fine. Number seven. Um, given how this is going. And now I'm sure this one is going to be vetoed because people want to get their stupid movies in here. But um, our top seven list is perfect, and I'm proud of us. The um, the only movie that deserves to be at number eight uh, is the most recent that I've seen and really liked, which um, is Grown Ups, the first one. Grown Ups is hilarious, and it's amazing. Veto. <sighs> I will not veto. Okay. What, you was- veto it? I was going to challenge. Are you so, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Well, then I'll okay. let the veto slide if you want to challenge it. Nope. The veto is in place. Go ahead and veto. Go ahead and veto. Well, That's a mistake. Now what I'm going to say is going to get challenged. <laughs> that is a huge mistake. <laughs> Grown Ups. That is Have not a huge mistake. Seen Grown, Grown Ups number 12. Yes, I've seen Grown Ups. Grown Ups is It great. is the only Adam Sandler movie probably made it's in not. the last several years that I've that I've liked. 
like really liked. Same. Actually, there's another one that's up there as good as Grown Ups, but it's not. It, that's number twelve on my list. No. It should be number eight though. So Flynn, do whatever you want to do with Grandma's Boy because I'm putting it on the fucking list. Uh. <laughs> Wait. Do whatever oh, you want to do with dude, Grandma's Boy. Yeah. I'm putting it on the list. <laughs> Uh, veto. <laughs> Do you still have your veto? I have okay. my veto okay. and my challenge. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jacob's up. Has any? Okay, we have never had a a ranking <laughs> in, in our in our short history of ranking. We've never had something so volatile from go to from being ranked number three to being vetoed or challenged by everyone on the podcast. It's because Hope Camp's the only one who wants it up there. <laughs> I appreciate the it was tenacity. Like, it's like my take with this Aurora. is what you guys should have done with it's every. Me. Like you guys don't stand by your own beliefs. If you if you think it should be up there, like Aurora's number one, pretty, it should be your nomination every single time. Uh, if you guys fair. don't want it on the fair. list, Good you're going to burn through your stuff. I, I've really enjoyed yeah, how this right. has gone so far. Pretty, you're up. Okay, uh, so it's me and nobody has a veto cannot left. Cannot be number eight. Nobody has a veto right. left. Right, so I, someone. When can you have a challenge? Flynn can challenge me. Uh, Grown ups can't be number eight. Yeah. It should be, but that's fine. Uh, Mr. Deeds is number eight. I will challenge and know I will lose with eight crazy nights. I thought it was a hilarious movie. Um, the originality of an Adam Sandler. Uh, the song. Uh, the song is great. Yeah. The movie's not. The song is good. So I know I'll lose, but. Yep. Put Mr. Deeds there, but I wanted to give it a shout out. Well, I gave Mr. Little Deeds. Nikki a shout out. I, I gave, I gave we, Eight Crazy Nights so, a shout out. So if we were to go 10, it goes Flynn to Kevin? Hmm? With no, one can, do, with, with no yeah. one can do anything about it? No, we said eight. We decided. Oh, no, I still have a challenge. It doesn't matter. I still have yeah, a we, challenge. We, had a, we all challenged and, and vetoed thinking it was eight. So we well, decided. Right. I'm just saying you can do nine, ten. We listen. You could do the the consensus ranked numbers nine through fifteen sometime. But we said eight. We've created a list of that. eight. I don't want to. I don't Flynn, have to. Flynn, it's a good list. You want to take us down yeah. the list, Flynn, or pretty? Or I can do it. You neither uh, of you look prepared. Yeah, neither of us are prepared. Excellent. Okay, our, go ahead, Kevin. Our, the list in order is Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, The Wedding Singer, Billy Madison, Waterboy, Fifty First Dates. The Longest Yard, and some terrible movie. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. Great movie. Mr. Deeds. Hilarious. Sorry, it wasn't on the list I, I was reading. I don't see any problems w- with the list. I think that that is probably our best list that we've done. When, once Absolutely. Once you throw in, Adam Sandler stars princesses. in all of them, um, so that, that makes them, I think, better Adam Sandler movies. Once you threw in the production, I thought Grandma's Way had to be on there. Um, I think Anger Management's fine. I think I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry's got, got some pretty quality stuff. Uh, just go with it. Yeah. With Jennifer Aniston is another sort of decent new one, and then one that I sort uh, of just murder mystery as well. Murder mystery as I've well, also pretty decent. But um, solely for Dave Matthews cameo, I want to give a shout out to you. Don't mess with the Zohan. <laughs> it is not good. It does not so belong on the list. But that is surprising. a phenomenal cameo. <laughs> you know, I I found the list of of Adam Sandler movies just going through it. It is surprising how many I have seen. Yeah. Like I have seen a lot of Adam Sandler movies and that shocked me like it shocked you all too I'm sure but it shocked me it, it didn't shock you know me because okay. I'm, I'm a Sandler purist and from his SNL days I love him I am curious and I know pretty you've got a point to make but I'm going to ask one question before we go um, 
of movies that were advertised as being comedies, but ended up being the most depressing things that you've ever seen. Click. Which is worse, click, click or funny people? Because they were both that. I've never seen funny people, uh, yeah. but click, click made me very sad leaving the theater. Like I saw it in theaters. I was so depressed when I left that. Funny people's not better. Um, it, I'm, I'm just, well, it, it might be better, but they're both exactly that. They were advertised as comedies. And when you watch them, you're like, this is the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So if you want to have a bad day, uh, do a click and, um, funny people marathon. You'll, you'll not enjoy it. And then, and then watch Jack and Jill. I don't want to do that because it'll make your day none better. <laughs> Jack and Jill, yeah, not, not, not <laughs> I feel like I need to watch, like if I'm going to watch both of those movies back to back um, and maybe throw in like a My Dog Skip, uh, I... Uh, Marley and me. Marley I will Marley. have to have a therapy session at the end of it. Like Any I, movie I that stars a dog. a therapy session. <laughs> Alright, so that is our list. What are we doing next? I think we're fighting it. Next, we're going to a... Non-fictional battle royale. Oh, okay. Ooh, the original, Ready? the original title. Okay, here we go. The original title. <laughs> here we go. He said it right. Battle Wait, royale. no, he said it wrong. But I'll do this. Fictional battle royale. Once again, we are entering an arena where we will select playground style teams of four to duke it out fictional battle royale style. Now, Pretty, I want you to really focus when I'm saying this. In this instance of this segment, we are fighting each other. This isn't best <laughs> friends or fictional families. Like, in this case, do choose people we you think will help you in a other. fight against the other teams. Okay? You understand? So, I should toss out my list of all pacifists? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Uh, I'm going with Gandhi. Okay. So, this time... Gandhi 101! <laughs> It's like, all right, people that would be great in a fight. Dwight Schrute. Okay. So um, <laughs> so that was funny. All right. This time, though, the stakes are a little higher as we have another little twist on the battle theme. Do we? This fictional battle will actually be non-fictional fictional battle royale, as each team will have to select their champions from real-life historical figures. Quick caveat, dinosaurs and deities are both excluded. So, like, you can't choose Tyrannosaurus Rex, and you can't choose Jesus Christ Messiah, right? These are people that you really, you know, they might mm. be historical things. They cannot enter this battle. Gonna, I'm going to take Jesus of Nazareth off my list, but I would argue he's fully human and should belong on the list. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> also fully deity, right? So we're not going Also there. kind of a pacifist, so he's, so, so you're telling so me, like... you're telling me, Kevin, that he 100% belongs on the list and is 100% illegal. Exactly. So... <laughs> So let's duke it out. <laughs> the, uh, Welcome to the mystery of the Holy Trinity. <laughs> so the order will be Flynn is up again first for some reason. And then oh, pretty, goodness. pretty than me, then Hovcamp at number four. We will do four rounds of this. Um, I'm really interested to see how this goes. Uh, we had time. I don't think we'll have much crossover on our list. I think we'll have honestly. a ton. Yeah, all, all of history and time is a lot of a And lot I of only people. have ten people. I, um, I have nine. As much as possible, they should be recognizable names. Yep. So, um, yeah. There's a few that I have that I would need to explain, but I, I tried very hard not to. So Flynn, I have two that what I would need to explain. Flynn, as both host and worthy scribe, I'm going to ask you to keep track of people's lists because I don't have a pen. I got um, it. Or pretty. 
And uh, uh, but you Jacob's are do you it. are up first, Flynn. The, the, I am up. I am up first. Um, <clears throat> I think I need some gun power, uh, uh, some firepower at the at the very beginning. I'm going to choose Al Capone. I you said gunpowder. Interesting. And his Tommy gun. Al Capone. Yeah. Okay. He's going to mow y'all down. Uh, before yep. before this, Kevin said, like, I've got Al Capone on my list. No one's going to pick him. I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's the first one off the board. <laughs> That's fantastic. Also, I mean, I don't know. I feel like history book says that Al Capone was not that... I don't. Yeah, never mind. he's just a tax evader. I feel like history says he wasn't that much of an aggressor because didn't they get him on like tax fraud or something? Tax evasion. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what he got arrested for. It doesn't mean he didn't mow people no, down look, with Tommy look, guns. Flynn has a tax evader no, his, to his, lead his, off his squad. It's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Pretty. I am going to be so rich. <laughs> this I, this is an important question going forward. Are we assuming that this whoever we select? is coming in solely on their own or do they have whatever um, uh, assets they would have had in their historical time? Like, in the sense of... Like, he has a gun. Al, I, sure, I'm Al, yeah, I, I, but he I doesn't want... have his full mob. He doesn't have, like... No, no, pretty, it's Al Capone with a gun. Pretty, That's, just... I'm just making sure. Pick the people and let the let the world decide. Just we'll pick, put it, it's, it is we'll one put it on our Twitter LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, I am selecting Achilles. Uh, that is a fictional character. That's a he's, yeah. he's a myth. Achilles he's a myth. was a mythological character. I looked it up because I almost put him on my list. I put he him on my list to see if exist. I could get away with it, knowing that it should not count. He does. He does not exist. So I'm not going to let it count if I, he's not going to be on my team. Fine. <laughs> Spartacus. Spartacus is a, a good real thing. historical person. Fine. Okay. That's that's that is the non-fictional <laughs> battle royale pick. <laughs> This is uh, this kind of stinks because I was going to pick Peter for a fictional battle royale, but he doesn't really <laughs> he doesn't really work on the non-fictional <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, um, you don't really want the Pope in this. <laughs> I'm going to let him slide. Well, he can watch. So for my team, what about Benedict? <laughs> for my team, I'm going to pick a historical figure, real life, who was known to cons- we all are. consume the English with. Firebolts oh, from his dang, eyes dang, dang, and lightning bolts he's, he's from his eyes. I almost did it number one. I'm um, taking yeah. William Wallace. Washing. Oh, oh, oh. I was. William, okay, never mind. Okay. William Wallace was. Uh, was it's happening for, now, though, Flynn. <laughs> for my pick, I'm taking a six foot 20 giant made of radiation. George Washington. <laughs> Washington. 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 He will save Washington. those children, but not the not British the children. British children. <laughs> not, not the British children. There's only about two lines uh, of that that we will say on this podcast. I was, I was trying to think of more to say, yeah. and I can't say any of them. <laughs> So, so Hofkamp and I went to a friend's in Virginia. Um, shout out Emily and Steve. Uh, we went to their house for a Labor Day party, and we just watched that video on loop, sitting around a campfire by ourselves at like two in the morning. I'm basically and crying. I think Lauren again. came out, and she was like, "What are you doing?" We were just giggling. No, no, it was like, like we were off on the side in this huge circle, and people are we're just giggling in tears. We are in tears watching this because we're pretty drunk, and everyone is having a normal conversation <laughs> and looking at us being super weird. If you don't know what we're talking about, YouTube George Washington. It might be the first video that George Washington up. rap. 
Uh, that definitely will be the first well, video. Yeah, George Washington and, rap. Um, Go watch it. It's hilarious. It's magical. Anyway, he's the leader of my team, and he is the leader ever, forever. So I'll, I'll take my leader over your leader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take... Um, yeah, I'm going to take the uh, the pr- a president as well. Um, that I don't think George Washington ever got shot mid speech and then continued the speech. <laughs> um, and so I'm going to take Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, a bull moose is a good yeah. person to have on your squad. He I'll is agree. a bad ass. Uh, I'll just say forever and all eternity, Teddy Roosevelt for me. I just picture robin williams as teddy roosevelt i do too that too that too (laughs) r.i.p oh gosh i think i'm going way more historical than you all are no you're not Um, i don't think so i just wanted george washington on my team because i didn't want anyone else to be able to make those jokes (laughs) (laughs) okay this is a this is a serious technical question because if we're allowing like an asset from the time so like al capone with a tommy gun I would like to take Hannibal Barca with his elephant. I don't think another living creature counts, but you can take Hannibal Barca. You can take the person that led an army of elephants across the Alps and still have a good team. You don't have to add things to your person. Just take the guy. He's absolutely a good saying. person to have. That's fine. Yep. Great strategist. Write it down. I'm gonna, I, am, uh, I got my number one, and I'm about to get my number two. Uh, my number two is Leonidas of Sparta. Uh, Leonidas the first. I am surprised Kevin hasn't taken Napoleon since you have uh, a <laughs> lot in common. With That's what Napoleon. I was thinking too. Yeah, I'm not French. Puffkip. <laughs> I. Uh, all right, so uh, I think things are actually going really great for me as well, and um, it. You know, everyone's gone with their ancient guys, but no one's gone with the greatest ancient general. Period. It's Alexander the Great. Man conquered the world mm, basically because he won. List. He was next on my list. So give me Alexander the Great. Alex the Great. Um, I don't know if he's the best conqueror of all time though, because I'm going to take Genghis Khan. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a huge Genghis fan. <laughs> next I'm a Genghis fanboy, and I really okay. love him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe you took Alexander the Great over Genghis Khan. There's only one. Genghis Khan misstep. is a personal favorite. Alexander the Great, I think uh, his accomplishments are slightly, slightly more. Mm-hmm. More great. Okay, pretty's up. Yep. This Genghis Khan came off the board. Alexander the Great and Genghis Khan were the next two on my list. I was really excited about drafting one of those. Hmm. This is interesting. This is interesting. <laughs> do, 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 do. Frivolous Googling. It's not frivolous Googling. No, it's more of trying to cat I'm I'm trying to have a well-rounded team. So I've got the the pure fighter with Spartacus. Uh I've got the strategist with Hannibal Barca. I do need a sharpshooter, so I'm gonna go with uh Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. Did exist. <laughs> yes. Pretty. Uh, that's his best trait. His best trait. <laughs> yeah, that's real person. That's real person. Um, I think I'm gonna end up having the most 
bad a historical squad of the four of us because William Wallace and Leonidas will be joined by Attila the Hun. Okay. Attila the Hun is my third squad member. Yeah. Also picturing the night at the museum scene. Yeah, basically, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, this is, where else do you think we got our information? We just watched all the night at the museums. Well, Ben Stiller movies is what we're ranking next, so <laughs> I've been gearing up. <laughs> um, is this me now? Yep. Okay. It is. Uh, it is. It there is, is yeah, something it is. that we do with these teams that I like to do, which is get a dragon on. Get the a dragon. <laughs> and it, you might think it's difficult to do in a historical figure, but when Bruce Lee is out there, yep. you get a dragon on yep. your squad. <laughs> yep. Well done. Now yep. it makes me want to draft Jackie Chan so bad. <laughs> He's on Bruce my list. Lee. He's Bruce on my list. Bruce Lee was do does like one handed finger push ups. He invented his own thing of martial arts. He will. He is better than everybody in any sort of close combat. Mm. Wow. wow. Better than anyone in close combat. Oh, and okay. fisticuffs, I'll take him. I'm going to quote you. I'm going to quote you on that in a minute. Go ahead, Flynn. So I'm, I'm going to choose someone that uh, I'm going to have to explain. Um, so his name is Dean Carnazes. Carnazes. Dean Carnazzi. The very Dean first Karnazzi. time, the very first time we ever did this, I yelled at Kevin and I said, "You don't get him if you don't if you can't pronounce his name." And which Flynn has done that three times <laughs> yeah, now. Dean, I, you now know Flynn I has read. no idea who he's um, drafting. <laughs> yeah, so, but he looked so him up. I, dude. So I watched. <laughs> he looked him up. It's, I've watched. I actually, I watched a documentary about this guy. He, his body. Did they say is, his name? The only person in the world. Dean Carnazzi's. Um, it's Dean Carnazzi. Do you know this guy? Do you know who it's he is? It's Nate Bargatze's so, uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dean Carnazzi's. Um, Carnegie? He is the only person in recorded history that does not produce lactic acid. He can run 350 miles without stopping. And so if, I, you know, if Jackie Chan's going to, you know, immediately get super tired trying to chase this guy around. So, yeah, Dean Carnazzi's. Okay. Checkmate. Uh, I have a I have a question about his lactic acid uh, stamina. Does it outrun bullets? I have all the bullets without. Yeah, so far, he's all got the, the bullets, bullets. All the bullets. Right. Okay. George Washington's musket could take him down. He might outrun bullets. I don't know. Huffcamp and I just did our switcheroo. I'm now having Jefferson's Chef collaboration. I don't know if you've heard about this. <laughs> it's a marriage of bourbon and rye. We'll let you know if it's any good. Flynn, you're up. I uh, just no, Flynn, drafted Flynn Dean just... Carnazzi. Oh, that guy. I'm sorry. Pretty Europe. <laughs> I, I don't know who that guy is. Yes. I, my next guy's going to punch that guy in the face. No, wait. Isn't Kevin up? <laughs> no, Pretty's next. I thought it went no, Flynn. No, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It goes Flynn, Pretty, me. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's been pretty the whole time. Yeah, it is me. I really uh, figured this list out. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm very much, uh, I'm thinking of a well-rounded Dungeons and Dragons party, right? So I've, uh, I've got my kind of, you know, long range sharpshooter dude. Um, I've got my fighter. I've got my strategist. What I need now is like a sneaky assassin spy type person, a rogue. Uh, I think I know who you're taking. I think you might, you might not. Uh, I'm going to go with Jack the Ripper. Yep, that's Jack exactly who I thought you were about to Ripper. take. Jack the Ripper. Yep. Interesting. 
I that, if I didn't take Dean, I was gonna take Jack. Okay, so Huffcamp said close combat. I will take my my guy. I know who you're picking. He's on my list, and I will still take my guy. I don't know that you know who's on my list, but here's the, here's what's true: William Wallace, Leonidas, <laughs> and Attila the Hun. Top three. Uh, well, they're not top three. Spartacus was in there too. Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great were there. The next name on my list is the greatest. Muhammad Ali. That is 100% who I thought you were going to take. He is on my list. And Fair. his limitations to boxing, whereas Bruce Lee will do all of, will, will be able to do things that Muhammad Ain't gonna Ali happen. is not capable of. He floats of. like a butterfly, stings like a bee. And then okay. he also gets kicked in the face, and he's like, think, that was not what I trained for. Think about, think about his arms. His <laughs> arms were exactly nine and a half feet long Listen, each. Listen, Kevin. It's just true. He was going to be my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> so his inclusion is not unwarranted. I'm just saying, I have a dragon. Uh, Louisville native Cassius Clay, aka Muhammad Ali, is uh, is amazing. And I'm so insulted that you actually. didn't think that the greatest boxer of all time from Louisville was not who I thought you would be taking. Well, I, there's there's one more name that you might have added to your list that only that Pretty and Flynn, I would bet, I would bet ten straight shots of Malort didn't add to their list that you might have on yours. Um, that added to it based on like the way things were going, yeah. Like from a fighting standpoint, like like a they would not have ever thought of this person. You might have thought of this person. We'll cover it later. That's who I'm taking. Muhammad Ali, you're up, Hov. All right. So uh, before Hov Camp goes, uh, fun fact for Muhammad Ali there. Uh, my great uncle. So uh, my late great uncle. My my grandmother's. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, my grandmother's younger brother. Just call him your grandpa. Uh, fought. Yeah, sure. He fought Cassius Clay way, way, way back in the day. Totally got his butt handed to him. Like, didn't even stand a chance. But, uh, but yeah, he fought him in the ring. <laughs> Few people will ever beat the greatest because he was the greatest. Yeah. Greatest boxer of all time, and I will uh, box anyone that says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch Huff can't box anyone who says otherwise. <laughs> I hope I don't say it to a boxer. <laughs> um. There are some names on my list that would need explaining, and I think that's in poor form um, because they are unheralded in, uh, for our, most of our listeners, including uh, myself. I'm not going to look somebody up, Flynn. Yep. So, way to be a man of integrity. <sighs> wow. Jefferson's chef's collection is great. Collaboration. This is great. Yeah, I told you. There's, it's a, it, mixing Ryan Bourbon is a is big Is it better than the Wilderness Trail? Uh, it's so different. I mean, that's that's not apples to apples. Um, yeah, but it's yeah. very good. Isn't wilderness uh, like a weeded bourbon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. This is this. Not, these things taste like two totally different whiskeys. So I'm not going to compare them. But this is also great. Huff Camp, you're up. Yes, I have decided that the only person from history that can counteract an anti-lactic acid <laughs> is Rasputin. <laughs> Rah, rah, Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. <laughs> uh, this, is, this man is uh, like a crazy... You have me, sir. <laughs> uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with Russian history, he's like a crazy Russian um, sort of like medicine man uh, that was in with the queen, and uh, then they decided that he was in too good with the queen, and they tried to kill him, so they like shot him, poisoned him, and drowned him, 
And when they found him dead, he had, like, after being shot and poisoned and, like, thrown in Aladdin-style into the ocean, like, had gotten free of his ranks and only died because it took him This is long. the villain from Anastasia, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's Christopher Lloyd. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, Rasputin is... Uh, his, the real history of Rasputin is, is ridiculous. <laughs> and when you have... When you got Bruce Lee, Alexander the Great, and George Washington, you just need someone that won't quite go down. I, I love it. All right. Pretty, you were the worthy scribe. Will you recap the four teams that are fighting one another, please? Of course. Of course. I got to quickly say, uh, anti-shout-out to the Anastasia Broadway musical because they took out Rasputin and made him not the villain, and he wasn't a character in it. So, boo. That was unfortunate. But here is what is fortunate because this is what is true. What I know to be true is this. What's true is Flynn has drafted the following team. Al Capone, Teddy, the- uh, Theodore Teddy Roosevelt, Genghis Khan, and Dean Karnatsis, Karnatsius, I don't know, whose net worth is $1.2 million as of 2020. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Whatever. That was, a, that <laughs> so was the first thing that popped up. the team, too. <laughs> sure. <Let's go>. Uh, <laughs> Jacob has... Jacob has... Worth uh, more than Genghis Khan. No, he's yeah. not. No, Jacob he's not. Has, <laughs> yeah. Millions versus. All right, that's going to be another draft. Drafting the the richest possible team of of in real. Okay, Uh, when Genghis Khan was alive and like the leader of half of the known world in like actual dollar signs, he would have been worth well over a million dollars in today's money. Prove it. I'm just kidding. Don't. (laughs) Jacob. Jacob. uh, He's like, oh, he's going to get on Google. (laughs) Uh, Jacob has drafted Spartacus. I am Spartacus. Uh, Hannibal Barca uh, with his mighty elephants. Billy the Kid and uh, Jack the Ripper, otherwise known as Sweeney Todd. Well, not really, but kind of. Sweeney Todd is based off the Barber Seville, which is kind of based loosely off of Jack the Ripper. Sure. Somehow, right. pretty, you Kevin, concoct a squad that never scares me. <laughs> dude, that squad is scary. They all... Kevin has drafted Kevin has drafted William Mel Gibson Wallace Leonidas Jared Butler of Sparta uh, Attila can't remember what actor played him in Night at the Museum the Hun and Muhammad uh, Will Smith Ali okay you have you did draft an entire squad of movie characters yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like kevin's like i'm gonna think about history let's go let's go which is weird because i drafted someone that's literally been in a movie i'm not the one who tried to draft a fictional character so (laughs) mythological who did that you did (laughs) look brad pitt brad pitt played him in a movie it's history tony stark played iron anyways i hope Tony Stark played Iron Man. No, Brad. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. played Wait, Iron sorry. Man. <laughs> Tony Stark did play Iron Man. Tony Stark was pretending to be Iron Man, which was Robert Downey Jr. the whole time. All of Robert Downey Jr.'s roles are a dude disguised as a dude playing another dude. That's I'm all dude. of his roles. She's a dude. He's a dude. Because we're, we're all dudes. Dude. We're, we're all dudes. <laughs> Good burger reference in episode 19. I really hope oh, this man. episode it's works. Just, and we we're the only podcast, it. I think, that can seamlessly combine Marvel movies with Tropic Thunder and Good Burger in one second. <laughs> if this, if, if we have to yeah. re-record this episode because it doesn't work, I'm going to be so mad because this is among some of our best work. 
Well, so that's says the wilderness trail. Lot, sipping though, on anyway. Uh, so no pressure, Jacob, uh, but figure it out. Uh, pretty. Uh, yep. Please read my squad. <laughs> okay, Hope Camp. I finished my finished my bottle of Peerless. <laughs> Hope Camp. Please pour some bottles. Uh, I hope we're doing a game next. Oh, I gotta do Malort. Uh, Hope Pretty Camp has. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. Hope Camp has George uh, Washington. Washington. Also played by Chris Jackson uh, and no, Hamilton. No, played by uh, Radiation. <laughs> Six feet twenty. I don't think Ten Chris, stories tall. Christopher Jackson. Ten stories tall. Made of radiation. He's played by Moana's dad. Move along. That's true. Killing for fun, uh, guys. This is true. Uh, Alexander the Great, um, not in a movie, to my knowledge. Yes, yes, wrong. he is. He's in a terrible movie with uh, Colin Farrell, uh, plays Alexander. That's true, and it's bad. Isn't there also a TV show? Uh, not that I know of. There is a TV show. There could be, but I've there, not seen there it. There is. It's bad. Called Alexander. Uh, debatable. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Anyways, you got uh, George Washington, Alexander the Great, Bruce Lee, and Rasputin. That's correct. All right, those those are ridiculous. I have a quick. I have a question. So, Huff can, uh, I'm sorry, Flynn. Pretty. Did either of you have Francis Marion on your lists? Ooh, no. the Swamp Fox. The Swamp Fox. I told you you'd have him. I didn't or have him on my list. I just know who he is. Know who he is. So Swamp Fox, uh, aka Swamp Fox. Francis Marion is the character that Benjamin Martin from The Patriot very loosely based on. was very loosely based on. <laughs> but he would have been awesome to draft for that specific reason. Um, I think uh, you should have drafted Mel Gibson characters. <laughs> I'll pull the pretty and all the drafted Mel Gibson characters. Girl teams, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Ooh, well, okay, well, um, he was the hand in The Passion of the Christ. And he... Oh, this... <laughs> I would have given if you would. I would have let you draft Jesus of Nazareth as your fourth pick. hundred John Smith. For this. John Smith is a real <laughs> you character. John, you could have John Smith, <laughs> and William Wallace, and, and, uh, and the, the guy, Fox. the guy who can hear what women want. This is a great list. No, no, like you could actually have historical people of Jesus of Nazareth. He didn't uh, play Jesus though. He fine, just produced. Mel Gibson. No, that was Henry fine. Henry Cavizo. I'm just saying, there's a Mel Gibson tie-in. So the only name on my list that wasn't drafted was a desperate play at Andre the Giant. That was the only name that I didn't. I had Andre the Giant. I had Ray Lewis also on my. Well, he, squad yeah, he did kill a guy. He's a straight yeah, up he's, he's killed a guy. Uh, I think George Washington yeah. has too. <laughs> yeah, he, anyone he, that fought in wars <laughs> has killed someone. Hannibal definitely has killed someone. But those are the only two that didn't get taken. I, so <laughs> I also, I mean, I feel like, and I, I, pr- I posed this to Flynn initially when you said Kevin, when you said histor- historical figures, my mind immediately was like, oh, anything nineteenth century or earlier. So that was kind of where feels I was like going a weird way to define history. historical figures. History's all around us. Yeah. That was so deep. <laughs> wow. And welcome oh, to the Bourbon take and Brothers podcast where we discuss takes oh, philosophical. Uh, I'm going to get into a hot take. My first hot take is that Tecumseh, <laughs> Tecumseh us, was my, was my uh, is, I wrote a report on him. He's a Native American revolutionary and uh, is awesome and would have deserves a shout out. It doesn't feel like a hot toddy take. Maybe. It's not a hot take. I'm trying to keep the segue while giving Tecumseh a shout out for the Battle Royale segment. It's not really working. So we're going to talk some hot toddy takes. Hot toddy takes. Uh, and you guys are now familiar with this. We spout off, spout off nonsense. Uh, most of it is just a personally held belief that we are very committed to that is unpopular. 
uh, aka a hot toddy take. And I am, yeah, these should be hot brown takes. We're from Kentucky. <laughs> hot brown takes. These should be hot brown takes. But hot, hot toddies are made Kentucky with bourbon. Hot I think take. they're also hot toddies because we drink bourbon. Well, that's fair too. I get the bourbon reference, but I also we're Kentucky and I like a hot brown take. So these are hot brown takes. Hot brown, hot brown toddy takes. takes. If you came with a hot toddy take, throw it away. We're doing hot brown takes tonight. Okay. Shh, crap. Mm. I didn't have any hot brown. Okay. <laughs> um, so you guys know the drill. Um, whoever's most prepared, I'm going to say Flynn I have a hot brown is take. the most hot brown ready. Hot brown. I have a hot brown take. Those are uh, good. Uh, turkey bacon is as good as pork bacon. Disagree, but turkey bacon's awesome. What? As, turkey bacon okay. is as good, maybe better, than, than, than pork bacon. What? Mm-hmm. As, as a person who regularly eats turkey bacon, it's no. Delicious. delicious. No. It is, it is very, very good. Oh, my gosh. I have yep. a hotter take like, than this. Okay. All bacon is overrated. I don't want it on my burgers. Well, you'll agree with Lauren. I don't Lauren, want it on my like, burgers. Lauren is I a vegetarian. I don't want bacon on my burgers. I, I, when they wrap the filet mignons in bacon, it makes the filet mignon worse. I think bacon is overhyped and underdelivers in every single case ever. There are, I can name five better breakfast meats than bacon. Uh, that might be fair. Uh, go on. But go on and name them. Yes. Geta. Wrong. But you Link start sausage. off poorly. No. Link sausage. Link sausage, you can't, yes. you can't put six different, like, link sausage. Patty, patty sausage. 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 That's sausage. <laughs> Excuse me. Let I me can guess. do what chorizo? I want. Chorizo? Canadian <laughs> Chorizo? Chorizo is on that list. And uh, and I don't actually have a fifth, but um, I would pick whatever it is. Oh, no. Uh, steak. T-bone steak. For steak and eggs. <laughs> steak and eggs. and Five better and meats than bacon for breakfast. Okay. Love Kevin. So and and eggs, which is sort of so meat I, because it's like it's like embryos. No, no, stop nope. it. I I enjoy bacon. I enjoy uh, <laughs> putting bacon on things. I don't necessarily enjoy like eating a strip of bacon, uh, but I like bacon on things. And every time I uh, want to do that, turkey bacon is both acceptable and sometimes better. So I I will absolutely one like I I don't keep like Lauren doesn't eat meat. I do not keep bacon in my house. I keep turkey bacon in my house though. So. Here's here's what This uh, is also meat. Here's what I've I've started to it's do. It's also foul. I eat it. Yeah. Solid. yeah. Uh, so I the, eat it. So I'm saying like like I am the only one choosing and so I choose to have turkey bacon. Ever since um Quarantine started a few years ago, or like I guess last year now. Still, so ever since uh, this whole this whole quarantine thing, I have whenever You've I've made in more, quarantine. whenever I've made more like group meals or meals for other like me and someone else, I've you had to use turkey bacon instead of bacon for any recipe or breakfast that I would have done, and I don't notice anything different until the plate of leftover bacon. And then the turkey bacon does not hold up against the regular bacon. I think it's a fine take, Flynn. Um, turkey bacon is great. It's underrated. And the health benefits of it probably outweigh the taste difference between regular bacon. But it's not better than regular bacon. I want to hear another hot toddy take. Pretty, what's yours? Well, I was going to respond on Flynn's thing. Uh, I was going to just say that... All right, well, respond on Flynn's thing. Yeah, yeah, I will. I am. Yes, 
turkey bacon is good. It is nowhere near better than regular bacon in terms of when it they are both prepared fresh. I think you are a lunatic and insane. Uh, the levels of dopamine that are triggered in my brain from regular bacon is nowhere near the levels that are triggered from uh, turkey bacon. They're just vastly different. You have. Uh, I said, can you can you measure the what are what's the difference in those dopamine levels? Can I borrow some dopamine, please? Yeah, isn't that <laughs> is that's it, what it's called? Is it, is it six? Is it dopamine. six dopamines versus two dopamines? Yeah, like what is the the ratio? Have you measured your dopamine? Is, is it half the dopamine levels? Like, is Hold turkey on. actually serotonin to you? Let me let me calculate. Um, I, I don't know. I get all those. I get all those things mixed up. Like, what's the what's the thing in turkey that makes you fall asleep? <laughs> Coagulates. It's not dopamine. Dopamine is the happy stuff. Dopamine is the happy stuff, right? <laughs> Definitely not dopamine. Yes, you're, you're talking to a counselor and a psychology minor. So yes, dopamine and a, and a doctor of something. <laughs> no, whatever Kevin you and I are. Doctor you, pretty, you and I are stuff. both co-doctors, so you can diagnose. Right, we're it. co-doctors. <laughs> you're right. Pretty, do you have a hot toddy? Do, do you have Do you have a hot brown take? Yeah, it's a hot brown take for a lot of people. Um, but the people in this podcast probably don't think it's a hot take. Well, actually, maybe halfway. Uh, Qdoba is better than Chipotle. <laughs> of course. Of course. No. Queso. Queso. No. Queso is the deciding no. factor here. Yes. Shut up, Glenn. No, no one, no one yes. cares Queso what you think. Queso is overrated. You're overrated. <sighs> I'm the fattest one here, so, like, I have the most... I am trying my best to catch up. <laughs> In his defense, I, I mean, he really is making an effort. He was just talking about how he kicked Nutrisystem out the door and said, I'll gain it back. Yeah. Willingly. Yeah. yeah. So, no, no, no. Who care? Nobody care. So, I shouldn't say nobody. I don't care about queso. Queso, if queso were free at Chipotle or Qdoba, I still would not get queso. Because the queso at Chipotle sucks. Yes, yes. The queso at Qdoba is phenomenal. <laughs> if if, no, if, if Qdoba was like, we will take your burrito and put queso on it for free, I would say, no, thank you. That's fine. Again, Chipotle like Chipotle's queso is garbage. Well, guess what? Guess what? Qdoba does taste. that. Qdoba literally says, do you want queso? No extra charge. The only the only thing at Qdoba was that, that was worth the damn was they had like a, a, a barbecue mole sauce, and then they got rid of that. You and and that's mole. the only reason I would like be okay you, with Qdoba. Mole, but you know what mole, they brought mole. back, though, or what they introduced mole, instead? Mole, is mole, Cholula mole. Is that hot Mr. chicken. Deeds? Cholula hot chicken. <laughs> Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. Oh, no. Look at Kevin quoting classic great Adam Sandler movies. Oh, it's terrible. Actually, no, 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 no. No, it's Austin not, Powers' gold member. Oh, yeah, no. It is. Okay. It's Austin Powers. No. It's him and Fred Savage. It's no, him and Fred Savage. terrible Mr. Deeds is. I associated with Adam Sandler's spinoffs. Adam Sandler's spinoffs. You think Austin Powers' gold member is an Adam Sandler spinoff? If you talked about feet. Austin Powers' spinoffs. Yeah. That's bad. Okay. No, but no, 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 no. Ba- okay, back to Qdoba and Chipotle and queso. Here's the deal. Qdoba, uh, sure, I will, because Kat argues with me, oh, Chipotle just tastes fresher. Sure, I guess Chipotle maybe has quote-unquote fresher ingredients, but Qdoba, you just have more options. It's just, it just tastes here's, better. Here's the thing. I pretty much it's get better. the exact same burrito at both of them with one distinct difference. Queso. The every ingredient that I get on a Chipotle burrito is worse at Qdoba. 
Mm. Yes. Okay. Chicken, steak, okay. the salt, the salsa, yes, 100%. all the rice, all of that is a little bit worse at Qdoba. And then I add queso, and the whole burrito tastes better. And yep. Chipotle cannot counter that. So it is fundamentally Qdoba solely because of the queso. But Chipotle cannot counter that, even though they should be able no. to because I, all of their I, other I ingredients are I have a, I have a quick related point. No. A quick related no. point. If I am getting a burrito bowl, the rice at Chipotle is 10 times better than the rice at Qdoba. Because the the yes. the brown yes. the brown rice and that's at, the main part. Flint, shut your damn mouth for five seconds and listen to me. The brown rice at Qdoba. This is true. This is true. The brown rice at Qdoba is orange. It's not real brown rice. The brown rice at Chipotle is actual brown rice and it's good. Very good. That very, is very good. the difference. Everything else, the the fajita. Veggies that you get at Qdoba have red peppers and they're roasted and they're included with other things. What you get at Chipotle is mostly red onion and it's bad. The the seasons and the lack of queso, I totally agree with HuffCamp. Qdoba is better. If Qdoba had Chipotle rice, Qdoba would be the perfect restaurant. We would never need Chipotle, period. Yes, Chipotle rice and also uh, Chipotle's guacamole. So I will take Chipotle's chicken better. No, it's Chipotle uh, uh, sofritas is better. Steak's not better. What is what is sofritas? What is sofritas? It's tofu. Oh God, no! I'm done. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm it's very It's time to move on to a look, different. Look, to a it's, different it's some steak. killer tofu. Uh, it is killer tofu. <laughs> it's killer tofu. <laughs> Ho, what is for two questions? Ho, first, tell me about Wilderness <laughs> Trail. You like it? Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm on a hike right now. <laughs> I'm taking a hike with Wilderness Trail. Hey, okay. I got a, I got a quick. I plug. can't believe they're not a Stop sponsor it. yet because of that great plug. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call and be like, "Look, I've had your rye. It's delicious." Uh, I gave these, you that one. Yeah, yeah. Pretty gave me the rye, and then Hove Camp just <laughs> described like the bourbon hike. as being on a hike. I was, I was like, "What's a Wilderness so Trail?" Obviously. <laughs> Okay, um, this is a normal podcast we're having. <laughs> uh, so my really, first is, question, no, it's fine. It's it a great delightful. answer to my first question. It Do you like delightful. it? Sounds like yes. Yeah. My second question is, what is your hot brown take? Um, apparently, we're all foodies now. And I think I might be coming up with the most controversial. That's why it's all. a hot brown take, dude. Yeah, this, yeah. These are hot, hot brown, brown takes. Hot, hot brown, brown takes hot because brown. we're all foodies. Hot brown take. I... Will I would rather pass on dessert than have cheesecake. I agree. Cheesecake, cheesecake is my favorite. Cheesecake is dessert. not Thank worth you. the I calories. Have, yes. It is not worth the calories. It is oh any any time you so put a, like a oh this is an awesome like Oreo crumble cheesecake. Like you know what'd be better? Oreo crumbles. The cheesecake, I'll eat it. It doesn't taste terrible, but when you say like, oh by the way, you have now ate one clogged artery from eating this, definitely not worth it. Cheesecake is nothing. It is just can, nothing. Can I ask a question? I quit. I quit this podcast. <laughs> See it. Flynn's quitting the podcast to open up a cheesecake yeah, factory. Cheesecake. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, cheesecake and rye. Cheesecake factory. Uh, cheesecake Flynn Cheesecake warehouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can nickname me Cheesecake Warehouse because I've eaten so much of it in my life. That's why I have rolls. You say a factory? So, yeah. You, I mean, you don't want to be at a factory? You don't want to be at a warehouse? 
Cheesecake Warehouse. Yeah, because factories, uh, make factories cheesecakes already taken. And Warehouse stores cheesecakes. Oh, and Flynn's I stores store cheesecakes. Yeah, they they are stored. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah, that, his logic, there was, see where his logic there was more that sound was, than that we've was heard honestly ever. the most sound and amazing thing we've ever put together on this Ever on from Flynn, for sure. <laughs> Pretty, you said you. Uh, can I ask a question? And the answer is yes, of course you can. What is your question? Uh, point of order. Have you ever had. <laughs> Yeah, point point of order. Uh, because true. this is true. Have you ever had New York cheesecake? Like not New York literally. style, legitimate literally New York cheesecake. Literally, 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 literally cheesecake from New literally. York. Literally, here's what's true. Literally cheesecake from New York. <laughs> okay, I've been I've been wanting to keep track of Count this it. for a while. The here's what's true count from Kevin is about as That's good is about as good as the literally. And well, I that was only because I know that was only because I noticed you were already doing it on purpose. So I decided yeah, no, to add. No, Jacob I played and I, along. Played along with the joke. Jacob and I last for the night. Big scoop. Jacob was like, I think I think Kevin has a a tick, and I was like, it's the here's what's I, true, and he was like, yes, it is. Here's the thing. I've been keeping track for multiple episodes now. It's not quite often enough. <laughs> He only, he's, he's a guarantee. He's a guarantee one, one in episode. episode. No, 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 no. Here's what's true. There it's was, only no. it's only after it's only after Moonshine. I've started the second bourbon at least. It's definitely like literally. Here's that's true. when it happens. It's also after I start Moonshine. For sure, literally. So yeah, it's one of the Moonshine episodes, yeah. you had like eight or nine. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was it's, fantastic. Oh no, I, I you hear, have to even more comments and all. I that. hear them, I hear them for sure. <laughs> you have to pair it with a literally game because you're guaranteed three literallys. You're only guaranteed one. Oh, here's I, what's yeah. true, but you could get fifteen. Here's what's true. I, I really do think we should literally, like, here's what's true. I literally think we should add in. <laughs> The here's what's true to the literally drinking game. So if you're playing the bourbon broadcast, the bourbon and broadcast, the bourbon and brothers podcast drinking game, you should. The bourbon. How was that not our name? The bourbon broadcast. In case you guys couldn't tell, uh, we're we're in the same place in a couple of times, and I think that's just accelerated. Everything. We started we started at three o'clock oh, with the Godfather. So oh, I this is the, this is here's what's true, literally. We've been, we, we started our first bourbon at 3 o'clock this afternoon. But if you're playing the Bourbon and Brothers podcast <laughs> official drinking game, the new official rule is if Jacob says literally and if Kevin says here's what's true, we will add in the other two when we find out what they are. But so far, those are the only ones that are as consistent. I was, I was told in college, you guys will have to vet this on the podcast, that I say that's fair way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys can check that out. Maybe it'll work. But uh, I, I, pretty, I, th- pretty. What, no joke. Before I, I don't want to get too sidetracked. What was your question for my <laughs> anti-cheesecake take? I asked it. I asked it <laughs> ten have minutes ago. Have I had New York cheesecake? <laughs> right. We still have. <laughs> this is a five-step process. Have you had Junior's cheesecake? No, I have not had a genuine cheesecake from New York. But here's what I will say. Um, <laughs> people have like have had this homemade cheesecake or like oh my god she makes the best cheesecakes in the world you gotta try it this is all the rave at like massive family parties family friends all, like all these types of things and every time I eat this like amazing strawberry and cream cheesecake I'm like you know what's better than this strawberries and cream oh you're an idiot 
Go to hell. The strawberry and cheese. No. Get out of here. Get out. Cheesecake is the just best. Just agreed with me. No, um, no. But strawberries and cream. Strawberries no, suck. Europe sucks. So, but again, the point is, whatever type of cheesecake it is. Whatever type of cheesecake it is. No, I just really hate them. Yeah. I really hate them. Whatever, whatever type of cheesecake it is, is better if there wasn't if it wasn't a cheesecake. Yeah. Okay. No. No. I have cheesecake is is it's it's the perfect dessert, but I brought several hot toddy takes. I want to say two of them today, so we might go around again. But I'm gonna say my my second hot toddy take is real specific. I'm gonna say my most offensive. I thought we were doing hot brown takes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my, they're my all hot, food I'm related. Sorry, my hot, Kevin, my hot come on, brown. get with the theme. <laughs> Hot brown take, Kevin. Hot brown take. Hot brown take. Also, real quick for those for those who are not listening uh, from Kentucky, which is probably no one, but <laughs> a hot brown is a delicious dish that is mostly served in Kentucky and Louisville Listen, around. If you don't know, if you don't know what a hot brown yeah, is, geez. I'll see you next Derby. Let's get a hot brown together. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Hope Camp will uh, buy every, every one of our listeners. What I said, I said, we'll get a hot brown together, <laughs> which means we're going to have an official Bourbon and Brothers hot brown where we all will collectively order our hot own individual brown hot browns. Bourbon and, and, and broadcast hot brown. The Bourbon and broadcast hot brown. <laughs> <laughs> What's your hot brown thing, Kevin? I don't have a food-related one, so I'm going to say my most offensive, recognizing where I am. Which is my basement. Jerry Seinfeld isn't funny. <laughs> agreed. I Also agreed. I just watched B-Movie, and it made me reflect on <laughs> everything. Mike murder you tonight, though. <laughs> just, he is looking at you. I B-Movie? No. I just watched, watched B-Movie, and it reminded me that Jerry Seinfeld is in... Is in things where he tries to be funny and he's not. He sucks. Everything about Jerry Seinfeld sucks. I'm sure the show's fine. The whole Seinfeld show. But the, no, is terrible. no. I'm not saying the show Seinfeld sucks. The show Seinfeld is great, but it's great because of the other people. It's great because of Cosmo Kramer. It's great because of the Soup Nazi. It's it, it is only bad when Seinfeld's in it. Jerry Seinfeld isn't funny. Camp no longer wants to be. I'm sorry. I, I, I think, I think he just says stuff in a weird phrase, and we're like, oh, that's supposed to be funny, Um, but it's not funny. Everything he says sucks. I think that Kevin is wrong. (laughs) I do love you, but I don't think Jerry. I've seen Seinfeld live. Uh, it was magical. Seinfeld is my favorite show of all time. Seinfeld's show is hilarious because of the other people and because of the storylines which Jerry Seinfeld created. I think gun to my head I could... Because he's funny. I think gun to my head I could name a hundred better comedians than Jerry he, Seinfeld. His stand-up is a different brand of clean-cut stand-up than maybe, let's say, the deadpan of Nate Bargatze, but it also isn't in any way vulgar, which is... Which does make it a little bit unique, um, and it is. I feel like he's pretty vulgar. Super dry. No, no. Is he not? Gary Seinfeld. He, no. no, no, no. He's super family friendly. Super family friendly. Um, he's like, he, have you ever been in traffic? What's right, that about? Right. I thought he it said is, it like is like painfully. No, you're thinking of Bob Saget. 
Um, it is yeah. pain. Bob Zaget's yeah. exactly. Zag a problem. Yes. Oh, yes. That's a hundred percent who I'm thinking was, of right now. I was fifty yes. percent. Okay. I was mostly joking. I'm appalled now. <laughs> no, I'm hundred percent thinking of Bob Saget. <laughs> Seinfeld. Seinfeld is is a true. I think he's a true comedic mind and doesn't use vulgarity for humor, which makes it again a little bit tricky. It's it's very observational and it's very just. It's, it's almost awkward humor. It's almost like he's a Michael Scott without the offensiveness all the time. And that's tricky to be. And he does it phenomenally. He's, a, he's amazing. I judge comics based on number of times I laugh at the things they say. And I laugh at none of the things Jerry Seinfeld has to say. That's my hot brown take this, after, this evening. And I recognize I might be killed in my sleep tonight because I chose to say this while staying in Huff Camp's home, which and was a mistake. He saw that he saw <laughs> the 1940s bayonet that will be used to stab him. Yeah, I did see that today. <laughs> also, I just want to point out, Huff Camp is one of the only friends I know who actively celebrates Festivus. It's a cherished holiday. Are we going around again? Do we have do we have four more hot toddy or uh, uh, now that we've done with hot brown takes? Do we have hot toddy takes um, to bring? I, it has to be real quick, I believe. But um, I could quickly do one, but okay. none of you guys will fully understand it. I, I I don't have another hot toddy take for tonight's episode. I just have something that I, I want to share with you guys uh, in a little bit. So go ahead, Hove Camp. What what's your well, hot toddy? So take? I wrote down cheesecake is not that great under hot take, and then I wrote down this other one, thinking you know what, if we go around again. We're not going to go around again. Spice with Swallowtail is the best butterfly in our region. <laughs> Monarch, I will fight you. <laughs> to all uh, of my other uh, leptopterists, lepterodopterists or whatever, uh, they might, uh, you know, the Monarchs get all the pub. Spice with Swallowtail is where it's at. I don't want to get into it. Anyway, that's my hot, that's but, my second hot for take. For show. I have one more thing to say, and this is, this is sort of a hot take. Um... Only because it's a quick plug for something that's available right now on HBO Max. But here's what's true. Um, I'm say it. <laughs> Drink! Here's what's true. To the woods! <laughs> to the groove! I'll be taking my ride. double shot of Malort here. By the way, this is owed from three episodes ago. I know. Ago, Take so your shot of Malort. Here's my double shot of Malort. Wait, say, wait. Not yet. Not hang yet. On. In the, let, in, let Kevin talk, and then you're, we're going to focus on you. <laughs> Great. In the Heights is better than Hamilton. I've not seen it yet. So I don't think that's a... No spoilers. Respond with no spoilers. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, well, Heights. see it. We'll talk about it next time. But I'm just saying right now, unequivocally, as both feature film... Where can I watch which it? Could ha- it's on HBO, HBO Max. Max. But um, In the Heights as musical is better than Hamilton as musical, both written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And In the Heights is better. Okay. Kevin, you and I need to do a, a side a side cast on. on this, a side podcast. Uh, because because there, there are a lot of facets that I think we need to discuss about this. We have like this. 60 listeners to this one. You already want to get a spinoff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just a little quick, like, okay, here's the deal. If you, if you share this out, Showing that you want to hear Kevin and I discuss the differences between In the Heights and Hamilton, you know, let us know. But um, I will say that uh, I, that's I, I don't think that's a hot take because I think what really has happened is so many people knew about Hamilton and the hype of Hamilton because of just uh, you know the the um, the source material and stuff. And I think a large percentage of the population did not know or had not seen In the Heights prior to this movie coming out. So a lot of people 
I mean, my, my parents, who my dad objectively is not a big fan of hip hop, but um, he thoroughly loved In the Heights and was not a big fan of Hamilton. And I think that's uh, so. I think that's indicative of the kind of general population who is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say In the Heights is better than Hamilton. But here, here's what I think. I let let me finish this. I think Hamilton and Frozen kind of suffer from the same thing, which is both fatigue of their popularity from people that have watched it and liked it the first time, and then it just keeps being so popular. Like, I'm done with Hamilton. But also because it was, it's it's almost revolutionary. Like, Disney's, Disney did Rapunzel, or not Rapunzel, Tangled, and it cost way too much money, and it was, it was pretty good. The songs were fine. Um, and then they did Frozen, and they, like, they got it back. And it was like, Disney is back, and these songs are phenomenal, and this movie is great, and everybody loved it. And Hamilton brought more people to Broadway than have ever been brought to Broadway before. And so it it was so popular because it was so good that when they do more stuff, when Disney keeps doing more stuff like Moana, um, I, I did not love Ryan and the Last Dragon, but like the more things they keep doing, yeah, they might be able to expand on that and be better, but people don't realize it. And so maybe it's a bit of a hot take, but I think that the revolutionary, the originality, the what brought this to the forefront still still stands, still demands the the credit that it deserves. Yeah. No, Hope Camp, I think you, you absolutely nailed it there. Uh, yeah, everyone should go see In the Heights. It's definitely great. Um, Kevin, I agree. It's a great movie, great film. Um, I do want to discuss more in depth, so we'll save that for an, a future right, episode about In the Heights versus we'll Hamilton. We'll save that, we'll save that for uh, the, uh, the post-cast yeah, exactly. Uh, I am going to do this double shot of Malort because I owed it from the episode. Uh, was it the one? I can't remember. It was like six episodes I, ago. I think Maybe it was when we were co-doctors. And honestly, I never got the satisfaction of Kevin's shots. Uh, first of all. Oh, yeah, because he did, did them with Flynn. They're on Instagram. Yeah, we went, we went live with my three Malort shots, even though I only owed two. So um, there's and the that. third. He almost threw up. Actually, it no. Was listen, I yeah. agree that he did them. I have no doubt <laughs> that, that he did them. Fun. I'm saying that as the victor of that bet, as co-victor of that bet, as co-doctor, I did not get the satisfaction from seeing Kevin suffer. Get Instagram and go watch it because it's on Instagram. Get the instant grams. I will. I will eat a Teddy Graham instantly. Is that what I need to do? Does that make me on Instagram? Can you just get Allison's login and just, like, share her Instagram? Dude, you have a fake Instagram under my name. No, no, that's not true. Colin does. That's not true. Yeah. Someone else does, and I just really think it's funny. (laughs) Here's what's what's been funny. Not what's true. Here's what's been funny tonight (laughs) is twice Pretty's been like, no, you have this thing. And it's like, no, Pretty, that's another one of your white guy friends. That's not Camp. (laughs) This is just another... Other white guy ATO fraternity pretty, brother. Pretty said, to be fair, he's like to looks like fair. a little to bit. Colin does not. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Take your shot of a lord. <laughs> All right, here we go. No one is listening anymore. <laughs> a double shot in one gulp. That was. Did you take that out of your cheeks. official <gasps> Bourbon and Brothers podcast glass? I'm sorry. He does did. it say he Malort to. and Brothers? Malort that and Males? That feels <laughs> offensive. I spent twelves of dollars on each of these official <laughs> Bourbon and Brothers podcasts. Speaking of spending money, speaking of spending money Kevin, who are we sending t-shirts to this week? 
We're sending a t-shirt this week to the CEO of Qdoba. And we're going to say, <laughs> if, you get, if you improve your rice quality, you can be a sponsor. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Keith Gilbart? <laughs> Gilbart? <laughs> pretty, pretty Googled it and then tried to read it live. And it, it, didn't go. it went about as well as your fourth draft pick, Flynn. <laughs> Gil, Gil, Gilbalt. Gilbalt. Gil, I do want to give a quick shout out. G-U-I-L. I do want to give. There's so many U's in his name for no reason. I won't make him listener of the week, <laughs> but he. I did just get a random uh, message from Colin, our friend Colin, and he sent me a picture of himself uh, drinking 1792 and watching Fast and the Furious two. And he said, "There ain't nothing like watching Too Fast, Too Furious, and drinking a glass of 1792." I feel like there's a lot. There's a lot like doing oh, no. that. There's a lot better than <laughs> There's that. a lot of yeah. other options. So, Colin, do better. No, no, no. Do better. You don't okay. get a T-shirt, but, but do but better. I this, do I'm say, actually I'm just mad. Colin, is, Colin is all of our friends, and I don't know why he sent that to you individually. Yeah, why yeah. did he send that to Kevin when like, obviously Hovecamp and I were the ones who Colin <laughs> – like, Hovecamp, Colin, and I were the ones who developed thing. the this Fast the and Furious drinking game. Um, like it was on. Guys, it was on guys, well, I our, think this is getting real out of control. It is getting real out of control. But before we go tonight, I do have to propose a special toast. Uh, Fling, could you pour me a little more Jeffersons, please? Malort? No, Jeffersons. Not uh, he Malort. said. He said Jepsons. 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 I do have Jepsons bourbon back at there my apartment. Did Jeffersons. you say Jepsons Malort or Jeffers Creek? <laughs> So um, we missed this. I, I promised to to celebrate it uh, and do a great job of it, and I failed. Uh, but I just want to say uh, happy Ernie Shore Day to everyone, <laughs> which was approximately two days ago. Oh, man. <laughs> As that was on Wednesday, wasn't it? It was yeah. Wednesday. Okay. We missed Ernie Shore Day. <laughs> happy Ernie Shore Day. <laughs> we got to celebrate Ernie Shore. So cheers to Ernie Shore. Uh, listeners. Kevin, and I, Kevin yeah. and I will be going out and starting a fire. Alavanza. Alavanza. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Uh, Ernie have, Shore, you're the listener of the week. Have a drink hey, on Kevin, us. Kevin, send him a Hope you have a great week. Yeah, you asked for none of this. Shirt and a drink for Ernie Shore. Where's his grave? Uh, I believe it's the pitcher's mound of the old polo grounds. I'll meet <laughs> you there. I'm going to find this out. <laughs> Where is Ernie Shore <laughs> buried? All right, Hope, you want to close us out, big guy? Yeah, guys, This you asked for so... <laughs> Like you don't ever ask for this, and somehow we delivered even less than you asked for. So uh, with, with that, you asked for none of it. There it was anyway. Have a drink on us. We'll see you next week. Silencio Bruno. Ernie Shore. Ernie Shore is buried in North Carolina. Cheers. Cheers.